From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM.
enjoying the show you're listening to right now? If you represent a specific event, product, or service that you'd like to let our listeners know about, why not become an underwriter for this program or for entire blocks of programming? For more information, visit WFDU.FM and click on the Money Matters tab. Scroll down to the word underwriting and just fill out the form. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show.
La rumba ya se ha formado, ahora sí que cuando es Ando buscando rumberos que me sepan acompañar El bambo se ha puesto duro y yo quiero distinguir Este rumbero famoso sí que sepa guarachear Suena bien los cueros, suena bien el quinto Que vengan los rumberos que los quiero conocer Que soy majadero y quiero echar como es
Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Que Viva La Musica, the show originated by our dearest Vicky Sola. With Marisol Cerdeira, King Louis Vasquez, and today, yours truly, Jose Caldero. I have to commend my colleagues. They do wonderful, wonderful work. Uh, Marisol did an excellent job last week honoring the memory and the recent passing of uh, El Maestro Marty Scheller. And our dearest Vicky Sol is back on the airwaves. Yes, she is. She is doing online radio. Fuerza Gigante, back on the airwaves. I knew Vicky couldn't uh, sit there with her arms crossed. She needs to definitely be around the music in some way or form, and she's doing it her way. So congratulations to her. And of course, King Louis Vasquez has his show as well at Mundo Salsa Radio on Tuesdays. But anyway, so happy to be here. And um, I have a conversation pending. Someone's on the line. And as we hear the sounds of Mongo Santa Maria in the background, I have the honor of presenting a very strong individual, a very impressive and respectful woman in our community. Ladies and gentlemen, I have on the line an activist, an advocate, and a very influential woman, Debbie Quinones. Debbie? Hi. How are you? I'm good in you. I am ecstatic to speak to you on the air and express my admiration towards you and what you do, because you do so much. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Let everybody know a little bit of what you do, because um, I know for a fact that at some point you've been involved in so many committees, you attend many meetings, uh, you've received Lifetime Achievement Awards, uh, you've done Coquito, you've done this, you've done that. Tell a little bit. Um, yeah, so I, I was born and raised in East Harlem, and I served on uh, Community Board 11 for 30 years, where I was graced with the opportunity to learn from other strong women like Yolanda Sanchez and Marie Dixon, and it was a, a wonderful experience understanding the development of the community, uh, which prepared me for different initiatives that I was involved with over the years. And I've been on very boards, many boards, but um, the most important thing that I really appreciate is the opportunity to engage in supporting the arts, uh, especially Puerto Rican identity and the preservation of that. I'm with the Friends of Art Park. I founded a number of groups. Um, one of them in particular is Young Buck Sports, where our mission is to preserve old school games to reduce and reverse obesity here in East Harlem because my real job is that I work for the Department of Health and I initially started uh, with that in mind to kind of preserve the health of East Harlem and it kind of progressed towards looking at cultural arts as a means of doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. Debbie, as, as a woman, do you think, and, and you know that you're influential to many other women that look towards what you do, do you find it extremely challenging, or do you think women have already paved a way within the community to be advocates for others? I think that's an interesting question because I, um, there's always women that were um, pioneers in the movement of advocacy, in particular here in East Harlem, it was always women behind the scenes that got the job done. And now I think there's been a shift where women are now embracing the forefront of leadership, that they are 
um, open to mentoring women and engaging women in a way that empowers them, but also recognizes their femininity. Because at one point, there was uh, a choice where women were doing the women's activists, where they left their families, where they engaged in all this stuff. And then um, now I think that we're in a different place where we manage that a little bit better and we balance that out. Very good. Very good to hear. And you are also the only female on the 111th Street Committee. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's been an interesting, interesting experience, I have to say. Um, while I'm the only woman on the board, Marisol, Marisol was on the board as well, um, but we all worked in different capacities, and I'm really excited about that opportunity. And, and one of the things that I'm really excited about was working with them. We were able to name 111th Street and Fifth Avenue after the old-timers, um, and Charlie Candelario was able to see it before he passed, as well as his mother. And that was really a joy to um, engage in. Absolutely, absolutely. And we were all a part of that at some point. And we definitely are going to continue supporting you in, in this struggle. It's a struggle because it's not uh, a completion. It's always uh, in need of uh, updating, of continuing. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I think that the old timers has represented the evolution of a community, the evolution of its people, and the commitment that they have to the preservation of that as the longest standing block party in Upper Manhattan uh, for 54 years. Uh, demonstrates that because there's different layers of of participation where you may have started when you were little and then you yourself become an old timer or um, someone that's going that's working with old timers or it's just amazing um, experience to see uh, the the unity of folks and how we come together. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy is how the cluster of different blocks, they, they, have their, they claim their space. Mm -hmm. You know, this is 110, this is 104th. And, you know, ultimately we'd like to see how we can capitalize on that and, and make it more of um, an experience where we can demonstrate and document um, all the stories of, of the entire process. Absolutely. And speaking of uh, documenting a process, there is an upcoming ceremony taking place on October 15th, and I definitely want you to detail the audience of Quevilla Musica of what is taking place, something extremely important in the community. Thank you for that. Uh, yes, um, Hiram Maristani was a Puerto Rican photographer that grew up in East Harlem on 111th Street and Madison Avenue. He was the official photographer for the Young Lords, and he also documented the identity of the Puerto Rican community in a positive light in the 60s and 70s. Uh, he passed away on March 10th, and we are going to name a street after him on 111th Street and Madison Avenue at 1 o'clock. And it's going to be really powerful because, well, um, it's going to be on the corner of 111th Street. As, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of development happening in East Harlem. Absolutely. New buildings are going up and everything's changing. So there's a huge, massive development uh, coming up on that block. And um, it's great because when they look out the window, they're going to see his name. That's right. um, and they're going to say, who is that? So the concept of street naming is a way to create uh, community markers of the Puerto Rican um, identity and contributions to the city. Absolutely, absolutely. It's also bittersweet that Hiram was not able uh, to see this uh, during his lifetime. Did he have any knowledge of this taking place? Because he did so much. He, he definitely uh, was able to uh, 
be the chronicle of what was taking place uh, for the young lords and what was going around, for example, the occupation uh, of the uh, United Methodist Church, which is a people's church right in El Barrio, and also the garbage offensive of 1969. Uh, very important. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Hyman was always in the background, and he has been aware and have participated, has participated in um, street namings prior to his passing. So he was well aware of the importance of it and thought that it was something, like in particular the, the Young Lords one we named, and that one was extremely exciting. He was there, uh, he took pictures. So he, he understood the importance of it, and he... Um, I don't think he expected to have one named after him, but I know that um, you couldn't, you could not name 111th Street and Madison Avenue with him, with him passing. You know what I mean? Because yes. it was just everyone knew that the Maristanis were from 111th Street, and most of his pictures, a lot of his pictures are from that particular block, um, and it showed the thriving neighborhood. It showed the identity of the Puerto Rican community, and we're just super excited um, working with the family and the friends of our part, I mean, you know, the friends of Hiram Maristani <laughs> was a group that came together, was an ad hoc group that represented a lot of different groups in the community um, to make sure that it happened, and I'm grateful for working with them and being part of that process. And we're happy that it's actually taking place. Tell us a little bit about what's going to happen on October 15th. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting because the, black, the, the block has construction um, and there's a lot going on that block. So uh, we want to make it um, very simple, very um, intimate. Not intimate. It's not going to be intimate at all. But what I mean is going to be the opportunity for people to speak, um, to share some stories, to have some prayer, to call the ancestors, to honor him. Bless the pole, bless the space. But more importantly, it's an opportunity to kind of hang out with Hiram because the ceremony is not going to be that long, maybe from 1 to 2.30. And then we're encouraging all the participants to stay in East Harlem, to hang out in East Harlem, to visit different parts of the community. And, in fact, that's the last day of the Salsa Saturdays at the Marqueta. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kind of tell them, hey, go over to the Marqueta and get some salsa in because I believe that uh, Cita Rodriguez is going to be performing. That's correct. That's correct. So, and, and, you know, and go to the restaurants and just, you know, get a un cafecito or, or bakery. Just just stay in the neighborhood so that um, they can hang with Hiram. And that's the most important point. Absolutely, absolutely. Is Hiram's uh, uh, pictures available for the community to see? Is it uh, in the, the Museo del Barrio or anywhere close by that we know of? Well, we're, we're, we are working with some artists to maybe to put some stuff up mm -hmm. um, on the block, um, just like a pop-up. Um, there's also a tribute that was done by the Caribbean Cultural Center, which was amazing, that um, is a pop-up as well, that has his voice. And that was so powerful. When you hear his voice, it just, like, goes through you. Wow. Um, but in, in terms of specific places to find his work, up now, um, I don't. I can't speak to that right now. But mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe somebody will put something up. Maybe you know they'll show the the movie, the takeover, which has his images. Absolutely. Um, so it, it's you know we're trying to get that going. But as you know, coordinating these things are very emotional, um, and we just want to make sure that the sign goes up. Absolutely, absolutely, and we will try our best 
uh, weather and uh, compromises permitting to be there with you and the family to support this wonderful, wonderful event with the name of Hiram Maristani on 111th Street and Madison Avenue. Uh, by the way, by yes, the way, I'm yes, sorry to interrupt, but no, by no, the way, no. the Mosele Barrio was in conversations with him about having a retrospective of his work uh, prior to his passing, so that may be something to look forward to as well. And the Centro um, does have some of his work, I believe, but, you know, you just have to follow up. Absolutely, absolutely. Debbie, um... We want to definitely have you here in the studio one day whenever you have some time uh, so you could just dabble in with music because uh, there's uh, no other way to learn about the things of the community than to uh, complement it with music and good company. So the invitation is always open for you to be here with us and partake with what takes place here at Quevivana Musica. I can appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And any other mentions, any other things that are necessary to make the audience and the community aware of? Oh, absolutely. Um, so the Friends of Art Park Alliance is dedicated to the creation of a cultural green space at Harlem Art Park, which is a hidden gem in East Harlem, located at 120th Street between Lexington and 3rd. And we have been, you know, creating different programs. And one of the things that we're extremely excited about is the Green Vibrations Latin Jazz Festival. Oh, yeah. That this is the third year, and um, every Sunday from now until October 30th, we're going to have live music. And uh, this weekend is Eddie Martinez and the Cool Element Tropical Jazz. Um, group and then next week is Bobby Sanabria. So we're super excited about that and the, the show should be about two-ish, so to speak. But most importantly, it's about utilizing the park uh, in a way that creates annualized events so that under the umbrella of gentrification with massive changes to the community, what we want to do is to create opportunities for um, the demonstration of our cultural arts. And I think that um, Working in the park is one of the things that is important, but also a way to balance out all the other things that are going on in the neighborhood because subconsciously people may be reacting to justification mm -hmm. um, and they don't even know it, right? So at least this can be something for their mental health, something for their cultural identity, and just to feed their soul, right? Absolutely. So that's why we call it green vibrations, um, hanging in the park and just going with the flow. Absolutely, absolutely. And you, you mentioned a very important point, that whole gentrification movement. It's definitely something to be concerned about. It's definitely a, a way to awaken the senses and to do something about it, to actually motivate yourselves to go to uh, your, the meetings, the community meetings, and then just have your voice heard. It's very important, extremely important. Well, it is, but it also... You know, it, you have to understand that, that people are just really surviving. You know, it, it, they, it's like, I ain't got time for that. I, you know, I'm busy paying my rent. I, I got to do all these other things. But, you know, it's something that it is important, but we have to also come o over the concept of holding elected officials accountable. Yes. Because a lot of times people feel like, I know, I don't want to bother him. That's not the thing. You you should be bothering, but not bothering, but communicating. So that then when you see something, you can actually have a conversation with an elected official. And I'm grateful for the, the, the folks here in East Harlem. They're very responsive. 
um, but we could do better. And I think that the way to do that is to create opportunities for advocacy, um, legislative visits. You don't always have to go up to Albany. You can create um, a legislative day in your neighborhood where if you're worried about this tree, go talk to your person about the tree. That's right. Um, and, and everything, because we know that we are facing so many so many challenges with various diseases, various addictions, um, various programs getting um, cuts in their funding. So it's like you have to keep an eye on it, but also do it in a way that works with you. Because you don't have to be appointed to the community board, and a lot of people don't understand this. Mm -hmm. You can be a public voting member where you can identify a committee, go to the go to the committee and ask to be a public voting member and be part of that committee and focus on that um and not get caught up with having to be caught up in all the other stuff exactly exactly debbie how can people get in touch with you or find out uh and remind themselves of these uh activities taking place within the community so we're on you know we're on facebook the friends of our park alliance we're also on ig I'm working on a website. I need help. I need help. I need help. Um, because uh, the strongest thing that we could do is ask for help. So we need help um, with everything. Uh, we just started up, but we're committed to the long to the long game. Um, and, and the other thing that's really important is that you can volunteer, um, and then you don't have to. You know, it's not a lifetime commitment. You know, because some people feel like, ah, you know, no one might go eso. Right? So it's more about like you can do something for a collaborative project and keep it moving. Exactly. Um, so, so that's the most important thing. And if people want to email me, they can email me at drq104, because I'm from 104, so you Madison, mm -hmm. um, uh, drq104 at Yahoo or at Gmail. Vaya, vaya. Debbie, thank you for taking out uh, time out of your busy Saturday afternoon. I know that you were doing some constructive things around the home. <laughs> yes, I was cleaning my closet. I faced my demons. And, <laughs> and I went in there, man, um, and it was powerful, but, but it, it's done. It's That's done. Right. So um, the next one is laundry. Oh, but anyway. You know, it's those little, those real sexy things that we have to do <laughs> to keep it moving. I like the way you put it. Debbie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, community activist and advocate Debbie Quinones. And remember, that street naming in honor of Hiram Maristani is taking place Saturday, October 15th at 1 p.m. on the corner of 111th Street and Madison Avenue. Well, let's continue with the music. Quieren bajar, si te ven abajo, 
codo te dan Y si te ven dinero Que te lo quieren quitar Y si tienes tu amorcito Te lo quieren tumbar Cada uno se imagina Que al morirse Todo lo malo que han hecho Va al olvido Pero los pobres no saben Que la muerte A nadie libra A nadie salva no salva a nadie del castigo. A la tierra de los cabos no me llame mamanita, no voy contigo. La muerte no salva a nadie, Maya linda te digo. Los pobres creen que al morirse todito se quedó en el olvido. Del en el juicio final, Maya linda se le forma el lío. No me engañes Maya linda, pero mira te digo que no voy contigo. ¡Se saldrá! 
amigos Dinero a montón Se sobran los pollos Cuando llego yo Por eso es que digo Que voy viento en popa Y aunque me critique A mí no me importa Viento en popa yo voy como viento en popa to the end of the first hour of Querida La Musica and I wanted to do a few shout outs and a few mentions. Uh, our, we just spoke to Debbie Quinones and she wanted to make sure that I reminded everyone that her partners Alexis Sabater and DJ Agujita Raymond Perez are founders of the Friends of Art Park Alliance and she wants to thank them for everything that they've done. And of course, to each of you who've come out to help and support them, okay? Also, John Emanuel, you're the, always the first person to log on and greet me. Thank you. And thank you on behalf of my colleagues, Marisol and King Louis. Let me see who else. Oh, speaking of Marisol, she's home with Willie, cleaning to the sounds of the music that we're playing here today. And much love to you. She rocked the house yesterday at the atrium at Lincoln Center with the Steve Okendo Orchestra, and she was the DJ, so I know she always does a great job. Diana is tuned in. Love you, Diana. And also, Sharon Morales is tuned in. Much love to you and your mom. And well, we're coming to the end, and stay tuned, because we'll be right back. 
From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the beginning of this second hour of Quevera Musica. And uh, I want to make two mentions, aside from the fact that I'm greeting uh, my people here. I forgot to uh, greet Gladys Morales, Sharon's mom, who's tuned in as well. So Gladys, hello to you. Hopefully you're feeling much, much better. And well, um, this weekend marks the first anniversary of the passing of El Maestro Roberto Roena. It's incredible that a year has passed by that we lost this incredible legend. And also, today I just received uh, some very saddening news. Um, Frankie Otero, the versatile singer of Wen Gorbea, has passed away. And I'm extremely, extremely saddened to hear that he was a gentleman. Every time I uh, got a chance to see him and speak to him, he always said, hey, I know you. <laughs> and, um, you know always complimented me but he was incredible and you know these are those greats that uh, don't receive the recognition they deserve I believe that same uh, for Wayne Gorbea may God rest his soul and so uh, I want to dedicate this hour to their music so long live El Maestro Roberto Ruena and may God rest the soul of Frankie Otero, singer of the Wayne Gorbea Orchestra. Te voy a decir 
le quise más que a mi patria la, 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 la. Más que a mi propia bandera Pero yo sé que fallaste Me saliste una cualquiera Mujer, yo nunca me olvido la, 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 la. la vez que me conociste Donde tu amor me juraste Y cariño me ofreciste Hoy te encuentro sola y triste la, 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 la. Pensando en tu proceder Y me pregunto qué has hecho Del amor que poseíste Tú a mí nunca me lo diste la, 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 la. Los rosales envejecidos Y aquellos lindos botones dorados Ya se han perdido Hoy yo vivo convencido la, 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 la. De tu indigno proceder Y te perdono mujer Porque nunca me has querido Y ya no voy a seguir cantando la, 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 la. No quiero verte llorar Y un consejo voy a dar A la mujer en mi canto Papá, 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 papá,
que no te cause terror Oír un eco profundo Soy yo que vago en el mundo Padeciendo por tu amor Y tú 
esto que vamos a soñar.
Ese cuerpo manganzón, chico manama, eso es. 
nadie me va a quitar lo que Dios me dio Nadie me va a arrancar esto que yo llevo en mi corazón Por eso vivo siempre cantando Nadie me va a quitar lo que Dios me dio Cuando no pueda cantar yo toco y si no puedo tocar Puedo componer, yo oigo cuando no pueda oír, yo bailo, nadie me va a quitar lo que Dios me dio. Si me agarran por aquí, me le fugo por allá, si me tapan por allá, me le cuelo por aquí, si me cierran por aquí, me le salgo por allá, si me ponen por allá, me le pongo por aquí, nadie me va a quitar lo que Dios me dio. Óigame, nadie me va a quitar, caballero, lo que Dios me dio. Yeah.
abrazo y que bien me siento yo.
agua, chango moti agua, emotice en mí, pa'l negro carabalí, Ramón empezó la rumba y yo la termino aquí, chango moti agua.
Entonces dime, ¿cómo tú le vas a resolver el problema a doña Ana Conde? Tranquilo, Javier. Este es el momento preciso para yo pasarle mis suaves manos a esta señora. Mira cómo es. Cupo el cojo, caminó. Denise, mi universo, la corona se la llevó. la cosa. Eso es una prueba de que mis manos están bendecidas, chicos. Thank you. 
Baila tú conmigo, que es lo que te pido. Domingo merece 
95% of first-year students at Fairleigh Dickinson University say FDU was the right choice. Fairleigh Dickinson University is proud to be known as a welcoming community, as well as a U.S. News & World Report Best Regional and Best Value University. Learn more and apply today at fdu.edu apply. Salsa picante, cógele. 
que está sabroso y aquí lo demostraré.
just the way I wanted to end this second hour of Que Vive La Musica, remembering Frankie Otero, the singer of Wayne Gorbea, who just uh, passed away uh, last night, and celebrating the life and legacy of El Maestro Roberto Roena upon his first anniversary of his passing. And so, coming to the end of the second hour of Que Vive La Musica here on 89.1 FM, the show originated by Vicky Sola over 40 years ago. Continued by Marisol Cerdeira Rodriguez, King Louis Vasquez, and yours truly, Jose Caldero. Now stay tuned. Don't leave. We'll be right back. From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. And we're back. We're back to the third hour of Que Vida La Musica here on 89.1 FM. And uh, I wanted to continue the greetings. So many people that have reached out to me during the period of time I was playing music uh, this last hour. So many nice people. So many people I care for. Cucho, thank you so much for enlightening me and making me feel enlightened each time I speak to you. He's actually Debbie Quinone's cousin. So I learn something new every day. And she's a wonderful person. So that only explains the continuation of that bloodline, spreading love and joy. También Lefty Conga me llamó, my brother from Son del Monte, enjoying the music and watching the game at the same time. I hope the game <laughs> makes you happy. At least I can know that uh, the music will. Also, Manny Rivera reached out to me via text. My brother, he's in a transition period and his wife, Myrna Montanes. So I hope it's painless, even though change, moving, painting, ah, that's a headache in itself. Someone very special to me reached out. Uh, well, a lot of people. Each one of you are special, you know that? But this is the first time that he reaches out to me being tuned into the radio. Al Smith, all the way from Canada. We had the blessing of meeting each other recently at the New York International Salsa Congress at the Old School Room. And uh, it's great to mention, so it all correlates with uh, Manny Rivera, Lefty Conga, uh, Marisol Cerdeira, the person responsible for that under the direction of Manny and Vilma Villavicenci. And uh, he pulled me aside said how happy he was to uh, be a part of that. He had uh, been in love with the music for reasons uh, beyond him. He had to get away from it for a while, but he's back in full swing and he came for the first time to New York and experienced that and we all flocked to him uh, because, you know, good people always gravitate to each other and your energy and your spirit are wonderful, wonderful. And so you know that you have family of friends here in New York City, always. And I know you extended it to me when I go to Canada. And I hope so. Uh, 
that I could go very soon. <laughs> Let me see who else. As you know, Hurricane Fiona is ravaging a lot of our Caribbean islands, in particular Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, and much more that we will find out of in days to come. And my prayers, as well as our, all of us, are extending and elevating them to the safety of each of our dear friends and people that our hearts are extending to. And so one of our family members, Ralph Roldan, New York Taino, his wife Camille reached out to me, telling me they're okay, they don't have light, they don't have water, uh, thank God for solar power, and uh, I'm just glad that we hear from you and knowing that you're okay. And once again, we extend our prayers to all of you there. Roberto Ramos from California, who I got the opportunity to see with him and his lady. Uh, it was great to see you and great to hear from you. And when I played the Hackete Toque Roberto, it definitely touched him. <laughs> but yeah, so many wonderful people. But let's continue with the music. Oh, I knew I had two, two messages that I have to mention. One is that our family member, our musical legend, little Johnny Rivero, has a dance coming up in October, specifically October 29th Halloween party. He's going to be performing at Westgate Lounge, 26 Route 59, Nyack, New York, 10960, cantando, singing, Anthony Almonte. He's a force to be definitely reckoned with. With uh, the music, the DJs, Harry T and DJ El Comandante. So that's going to be a great night. And hopefully we could get to speak to Johnny in weeks to come to remind everybody of this wonderful event. So thank you, Johnny, for reminding me. And Marisol sent me a message, which I have to read again. Vaya. She enjoyed uh, Rico Guaguanco. That's her favorite Roena tune, mainly because it's, it was recorded the year of her birth in 1977. You could calculate if you want. <laughs> and uh, I definitely want to give a shout out to Doña Ruby and her daughter, Cecibel. Ruby Colmont. She listens all the time. Ruby Colmont. And her daughter, Cecibel. Ceci is her sorority sister from college, Lambda Theta Alpha. So thank you, ladies. Muchas gracias, señoras, por estar en sintonía y por apoyar a Marisol, a King Louis y a este servidor, me. Bueno, mi hermano Jorge Maldonado, who I shared uh, responsibilities with, and you all know him from the many bands that he uh, performed with uh, for years and years. Retired a few years ago and uh, is in Florida and back and forth. Uh, is still doing little things here and there. And uh, it's his birthday today. So happy birthday to my brother, Jorge. Happy birthday to El Maestro Art Webb, Artie Webb. And uh, let's listen to some of their music and continue with the show.
Whoops.
show you're listening to right now if you represent a specific event product or service that you'd like to let our listeners know about why not become an underwriter for this program or for entire blocks of programming for more information visit wfdu.fm and click on the money matters tab scroll down to the word underwriting and just fill out the form thank you and enjoy the rest of the show 
On six.
Esa tormenta destrozado es 
dices que te vas, no sé por qué te vas de mí Pensé que tú eras muy feliz, ya que a ti lo daba todo No sé qué pensarás, ni qué te han podido decir Me duele y no pienso insistir, si es tu decisión la absorbo Me dices que te vas, no sé por qué te vas de mí No entiendo por qué esto es así Después del amor brindado Que eso que te hizo pensar Que abandonando el hogar Tu vida iba a mejorar Pensamiento equivocado Me dices que te vas No sé por qué te vas de mí Lo que pediste te lo di Siempre fui considerado O llegas a informar Que ya tú estás fuera de aquí si a lo nuestro le has puesto fin Porque aún no te has marchado Me dices que te vas No sé por qué te vas de mí Me intriga saber si es que a ti Don Cupido te ha flechado La razón tú la sabrás Si equivocada tú estás No pienses que hay vuelta atrás Que un clavo saca otro clavo
chivo voy de paseo y me contesta ¡Ve! Tengo un chivo, yo tengo el mantengo un chivo Tengo un chivo, yo tengo el mantengo un chivo Tengo un chivo, pero yo no lo tengo en casa A mi mujer no le gusta el chivo y a mi el chivito me arrebata
Sacote, mujer perdida, mujer bandolera, mulata, ojalá que te lo. Por 
everybody it's 10 minutes to four o'clock here on WFDU and to change the pace and of course to inform ourselves a little bit of things that are being done in honor of Puerto Rico from here from the United States from New York I have a dear friend of mine on the line Carmen Cruz Carmen good afternoon Jose and good afternoon your listening audience uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak about the silent procession in New York City for Puerto Rico. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, you know, given given what uh, Puerto Rico has gone through with the Hurricane Fiona and, of course, the fifth anniversary of Hurricane Maria, um, there is not a better time than to march in solidarity with Puerto Rico. And uh, that's exactly what I'm asking your listeners to do. Um, on October 2nd, 
and we leave, we assemble at uh, White Park on 106th Street between Lexington and 3rd. Then there's a a short ceremony, and this year uh, I have Johnny Bliss, who was a contestant on The Voice, um, their 14th season, and he's going to sing Preciosa. Very nice. Uh, nice. You know, before the march is assembled to uh, march, and our destination is the Grand Army Plaza on Fifth Avenue between 59th Street and 60th Street on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Okay. A lot of people sometimes get a little confused. It's Grand Army Plaza in Brooklyn. You know, there's there's like five Grand Army Plazas throughout the city. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the one on 59th Street is one of them. Okay. You know. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, uh, this year, actually, the theme for the procession is One Puerto Rico. Un Puerto Rico. Un Puerto Rico. I have been working with the House of Representatives and the uh, different uh, mayors in Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. and we have formed a bridge, we have formed an alliance so that it's the diaspora, the Puerto Rican diaspora here working in unison for the benefit of Puerto Rico and that's why it's one Puerto Rico, the diaspora and the island, we are one we are all Puerto Rican we are all working towards raising awareness and educating because that's what the Salem procession does. Uh, we, we raise awareness and we educate people about the critical issues that Puerto Rico is faced with. Especially now. Issues. Especially yeah. now. Especially now. It's, yes. incredi- it's incredible, Carmen, that uh, after five years, uh, the island is hit once again uh, but with resilience, because not only the people on the island, but everyone here who is praying and and yeah. and, and yeah. sending yeah, we help. we all get affected. That's why we're all, we're one Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, whatever happens in the island affects us here as Puerto Ricans, as the Puerto Rican diaspora, and um, that's why it's so important to have. You know, and I'm very proud that I have been contributing and working with the island uh, in, in creating that, that bridge in order for us to say, somos un Puerto Rico. Very, very good, very good. Carmen, is there, a, 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 amounting to the day of the actual procession, is there any activity taking place here that you know of uh, to help the island, to help people on the island that you're aware of? Well, there are many uh, uh, fundraisers that are taking place. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a lot of, um, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, to be quite clear, uh, on my Facebook page, Mm -hmm. there is a list of legitimate nonprofit grassroots organizations that people can donate to directly because then whatever you donate goes to those communities. Absolutely. Um, You know, I'm going to say it out loud, and I don't care if I get in trouble, okay? Donating to the Hispanic Federation 
donating to United Way and the whole bit, they take a cut. They take a percentage of whatever people donate. Whereas if you donate directly to grassroots, nonprofit, community organizations, it's going to go directly to those communities. Well, thank you for bringing up awareness on this. Um, you know, yeah. everybody yeah. thinks that, you know, uh, certain things are a certain way, but uh, you've definitely shed light on this issue. Yeah, I mean, the same thing, you know, Red Cross is a little bit, uh, you know, but they all, all these organizations take a cut. And, and that cut, they, they uh, validate it or rationalize it in that it's for administrative costs. And I can understand that they have people working on it, but you know what? No. It's better to, to donate directly to grassroots organizations in Puerto Rico. Um, this year, you know, there was, there's a dele- there was a delegation, I'm not sure if they're still going to come, mm-hmm. a delegation of alcaldes, uh, mayors mm-hmm. from Puerto Rico that participating and going to march with the procession. But given the situation that they are all facing in the recovery and the cleanup well actually the cleanup is what's going on now exactly and um, i don't know that they will be able to travel to new york for the procession but i will know i'll get a clearer picture on monday i have to i have to make a call to puerto rico mm-hmm. um maybe i'll call them tomorrow i'll call my contact there to see what the status is if some of the alcaldes will be able to travel to to New York for the procession. Understood. And the Speaker of the House, which is uh, Rafael uh, Hernandez Montañez, Tatito, uh, I know that he had scheduled a meeting on that uh, the day before in Washington, D.C., and what he had intended to do, what he had planned to do, was leave Washington, come to New York, march with us, and then go back to Washington. Uh, he did march with us last year. Okay. So um, we'll see what you know. We'll see what happens uh, if if they're not able to to uh, participate. Certainly, what I'm doing is that I'm asking every mayor in Puerto Rico to send me a list of two or three organizations in their town that are grassroots organizations and that they're legit. And when we march, we distribute a pamphlet with the history of the, of the procession. And then I, we list all the critical issues like, you know, the Jones Act, the Council of the Debt, Promesa, uh, the issue about the beaches, how they're being taken over against the law. Developers are trying to take over the beaches and privatize them. Understood. So there's a big fight going on. Then you have, you know, the issue with Luma. So um, that pamphlet has all that information, and that's distributed to the spectators as we march. So what I'm doing this year is that I'm going to insert a page with a list of legitimate nonprofit grassroots organizations so that the spectators will know exactly to 
which organizations they should be donating their money to. Very, very informative, Carmen. I want you to hold on because we're coming to the end of the hour and it's going to cut sure. off and we'll come right back. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. you're listening to Carmen Cruz and this is WFDU 89.1 Radio with Que Viva La Musica. From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the air with Quevela Musica. On the line, I have Carmen Cruz, director of the Silent Procession in honor of Puerto Rico. We're getting some information. Carmen, once again, I know that you have social media page. You have your Facebook page. Is there any mm -hmm. other place that... Yes, actually, mm -hmm. um, the, your listening audience and those in, uh, individuals that are interested in learning about the history about the Silent Procession, mm -hmm. which I founded in 2017 out of rage. You hear me? I was Damn. enraged. With when I saw paper towels being thrown at my people. To me, that was a, a blatant disrespect towards me as a Puerto Rican woman, towards my people, as people of, of, of rich history and, and rich heritage. No, no. I, I, I just couldn't stand by and, and not do anything, which is why I founded the Silent Procession New York City for Puerto Rico to educate and raise awareness and to show that we are people of integrity and pride absolutely absolutely all all respect all respect yeah yes. so um but uh, your your listening audience may go to our website which is silentprocession.org okay. let me repeat silentprocession.org Org, and you'll be able to go to the website and learn more about what the Fallon Procession is all about, how we march, because we do march all dressed in white, and the voice of the procession is in posters and banners. Understood. And um, we maintain a very, very strict formation and we have been blessed in that the five years that we have marched, we have been embraced by spectators. And we walk, we march uh, from 106th Street to, uh, to 2nd Avenue. Then on 79th, we make a right and uh, walk on, march on Lexington Avenue. And then when we get to 60th Street, we make another right and go to uh, 5th Avenue where the Grand Army Plaza is. This year, uh, like I stated, Johnny Bliss is going to perform Preciosa after the ceremony with the elected officials and community leaders, which is a short ceremony. I always keep it to a half hour. I don't let people uh, talk on and on. Uh, they're there to support Puerto Rico. They're there to support the silent procession. And immediately afterwards, uh, he will perform. We will assemble to march. Then when we arrive at Grand Army Plaza, El Grupo Bambosa is going to perform, which is a bomba plena group. Mm. Uh, they're wonderful. Uh, they're going to perform. 
uh, that's a 15-minute performance. And after they perform, Edwin Vasquez, who actually uh, performed last year at White Park, uh, he sang Puerto Rico Estamos Contigo, he will close it with that song at Grand Army Plaza, and, and that's it. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Carmen, thank you for taking out your time at the last minute because I did reach out to you at the last minute, but I knew you were going to come through <laughs> with flying colors. I knew that because when it comes to the opportunity. Well, I hope that I have been informative. Absolutely. absolutely. I uh, hope that uh, your listening audience uh, has been inspired and um, have decided to join our march for Puerto Rico because in numbers we make an impact. Absolutely. And we also uh, demonstrate to Puerto Rico that we are truly marching in solidarity with Puerto Rico. And hopefully I will be there with you. Carmen, thank oh you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for taking out your time. And thank you for uh, having me on the show. God bless you. Bendiciones. Igualmente. Gracias. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Carmen Cruz director of the silent procession for Puerto Rico. We'll continue with the show with the music and more surprises.
Hey everybody, we are in the fourth hour of Que Viva La Musica. It's been a very interesting and soothing afternoon here in the studios. And I'm very fortunate because I haven't been alone. I've been talking to a number of people today, but now I have people here in the studio. I have the beautiful Amanda Cardona. Amanda, say hello to everybody. Get that mic. Get that nearest mic and let me <laughs> make sure it's calibrated to your beautiful voice. Oh, wow. Hello, everyone. Oh, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, so. She's a natural. Me tumba, me tumba el guiso aquí. Oh, you're making me blush. <laughs> oh, you can't see that on the air. Well, actually, you're recording, so yes, you can. <laughs> and next to you, recording and recording me and taking live footage is Jonathan Cabrera. Jonathan, agarra el micrófono y salúdate a la gente, por favor. ¿Cómo que qué hora? Mira, mira allá arriba. Hay relojes por todo aquí. Habla, habla por fin. Please. Muy buenas tardes, damas y caballeros. Oh. Aquí le habla el señor Jonathan Cabrera, transmitiendo en vivo desde New Jersey con José Calderón y Amanda Cardona. Vaya, oye, two people that are going to take my job away. Okay, something to look forward to. Never, never. <laughs> We need you. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the wonders that be of the Boogaloo Project. They're going to talk to you about it in detail and an activity that's taking place tomorrow in just a few hours. But on the phone, we have two of the people responsible for the music for tomorrow's event. We have David Frankel and we have Jonathan Goldman. Gentlemen, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Gotcha, my man. Bye, yeah, bye. It's wonderful bye, to have you both here on the line. And one day we'll all be together physically in the studio. But for now, this is good enough because you know what? We got to get the word across of what's taking place. Amanda, take it away, please. For sure. So I'll just jump right into the event because that is in less than ooh, 24 hours. So Boogaloo in the Bronx 2022 happens tomorrow, Sunday, September 25th starting at 1 p.m. and it goes until 5 p.m. and that's taking place in the what i like to call legendary 52 park which Bye. is at 681 kelly street in the bronx between avenue st john and leggett because i've been getting that question a lot <laughs> yeah of course of course and it's a newly revamped a newly rebuilt park 52 legendary in the community especially for those lovers of outdoor music Absolutely. It has a beautiful amphitheater, ample seating, and we will not only be listening to these two fantastic groups jam out, but we'll also have dance performances, and we also have mini dance classes. And, of course, while the groups are playing, we want everybody up and dancing and grooving whatever style they want to dance absolutely absolutely so let's get these gentlemen to speak because we definitely want to hear their voices we don't want to keep them waiting jonathan i'm going to start with you you're my colleague as well on wkcr 89.9 fm speak to the audience here at wfdu of what's going to take place tomorrow at that wonderful event boogaloo in the bronx thank you jose and so good to hear your voice talking directly to me as You know, as I'm so used to hearing your voice coming over the airwaves, um, <laughs> and here it is. Here it is on my phone. Uh, I miss seeing you in person, my man. Absolutely. Anyway, tomorrow is it's it's just a great event. Amanda's been pretty. Uh, she works so hard at it, and it always comes off so beautifully. I think um, it's the fourth year. I think we maybe missed a year because of COVID. I'm, you know, the memory's a little fuzzy. The community comes out to dance and watch dancing and watch music 
you know, there there's uh, dance performances of adults, of kids, there are costumes, everybody's smiling, everybody's happy. Spanglish Fly always loves coming out and playing to this audience. So we do a set, we take a break, we do another, you know, during the break we get to watch the dancers, we get to hear Amanda talk about her passion for Boogaloo, which is, a, you know, a passion that, as you know, I share. And then, you know, and then we play some more. And um, it's, it's fantastic to go out to a historic spot in the Bronx, like you guys were just saying. Um, there's, you know, there's a rich history of music being played outdoors and the community coming together at this spot. And um, I'm not sure what else to tell you right now, except Spanglish Fly is, uh, you know, really excited. We love doing this event. I know that for a fact. And, and let me ask you something, and then we could get David on the line as well. Uh, is this the first time that both groups are performing together? Yes, it is. Although David and I have been collaborators for many years, and... Uh, David was a very important member in the early years of Spanglish. Aha! David, tell us a little bit about those times and how it is now for both of you. The plot thickens, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> what, you didn't, what you didn't know. I'm uh, willing to learn every day. I learn something new, and that's the most important thing. Yato <laughs> sabe. Um, so, uh, well, first of all, like Jonathan said, we're... You know, we're very grateful to be a part of this. It is a, it's a, it's a historic place where, you know, Eddie Palmieri and Mike Amadeo and, uh, you know, any other num, any number of other great musicians played in this area. This, you know, the history, the history of the Bronx and the history of this place is, it's really awesome to be a part of it. And what you guys, what um, what everyone here is doing, keeping salsa alive and keeping Google, you know, keeping the spirit and the and the music of Boogaloo Alive, um, which is so New York, you know, and it's there's so much history, cultural and, and musical and, and, you know, piece of the city. It's, uh, it's really awesome to be a part of it. Um, and, yeah, man, I, uh, <laughs> I really cut my teeth with Jonathan and Spanglish Fly in, uh, like, the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s, mm -hmm. when I was just, I was studying at Boys Harbor. Um, with Ramon and Louie and um, George Delgado and uh, Sonny Bravo and Greg and all you know uh, Johnny Almendra I didn't study with my dad played with him I knew him like these like uh, Frankie Feliciano these like old school cats that were part of my upbringing and part of my education in those years I, I can't remember how it happened, but I came to Spanglish Fly, and man, I, I learned so much about running a band, being a part of the band, playing, performing, so much from Jonathan and from, you know, I, I'll always be grateful, always take my hat off to him to say, you know, for that. Um, and we had, we had a lot of fun, you know, we, we gigged, we toured, we did New Year's, we, you know, all kinds of fun things, and, you know, it was really a awesome and formative informative and educational and, and beautiful time uh, that i that we we've spent playing together that's awesome but you know what i want people to understand the origin of this musical genre in eyes of amanda and jonathan so guys give us a little information about this boogaloo project you know a lot of people of uh, que la musica might not know if they're not aware of it 
of how this started, you know? They thought this musical genre was dead two years and years ago, and now you guys are bringing it to the forefront. Talk to us about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> it's kind of funny. I, I, I tell the story because, you know, growing up, I was not a fan of any type of Latin music. Really? <laughs> and, and I think that's where, you know, <laughs> when you think about or when you start to learn about Boogaloo, I think that's having that kind of background is what naturally attracted me. Um, and the reason I say that is because when you learn more about Boogaloo and you learn about at its core, the fact that it's this blending, it, you know, it emerged from a blending not only of languages, but of cultures. It was representative of what was going on, you know, in New York City, as well as just in the world. You know, you had Vietnam going on and if you and so much just strife and migration from, you know, the island to the mainland and all of this was kind of um, bubbling up to the surface. And then I think being captured in lyrics from things as as seemingly silly as you know um <laughs> boogaloo songs like bobby Val um you know valentine singing about your breath stinks mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah bad breath bad breath <laughs> <laughs> very famous beep, beep. you got bb <laughs> yes. oh, look how they're percolating on the phone <laughs> you know, to, you know, we actually cover a song on that album bye yeah yeah you know to songs with you know, some really heavy meaning, you know, look at Johnny Cologne, um, you know, Mira Ben Acá and, and LSD, you know, when you think, when singing the lyrics, LSD's got a hold on me and all of that. And, um, you know, so I think it was this blending of cultures, both musically and language that really spoke to me because growing up as, like, as I mentioned, since I wasn't one that was naturally drawn to Latin music as a youngster, I was all about the quote-unquote American culture. You know, I was the MTV video music box. But it was, it was popular <laughs> at the time. I was in it too. There I mean, you I, go. But, uh, you know, you just had that, that awakening exactly. a little later on in life, and now you're, like, making up for lost time. Absolutely. Like, kind of a, you know, full pedal to the metal type of thing. And it was my dad who introduced me to Boogaloo. Um, I was looking, as many dancers, looking for new inspiration for choreography. Mm -hmm. And, you know, oftentimes it's like, okay, salsa routine, blah, blah, blah. And my dad was like, well, what about, you know, Joe Batan? I'm like, who? And whoo, the look I got, he about, <laughs> I think he took me by the back of my hair plopped me in the chair and started playing all this music and I was immediately just kind of struck by the blend you know and I was like wow this it just sounds silly but it just kind of really hit me mm -hmm. you know deep the the blending of the rhythms I was just like whoa because um, in college that's when I started to get into Latin music because my mom used to take me to a place called Side Street in oh the Bronx. Oh my gosh. Oh you you <laughs> you're you're showing signs of age here. I know, no no no. Um, that's um you know My dad my dad used to play there. Bye yes. yeah, bye yeah. I got a video of him doing a gig there with Eddie Torres and his oh, dancers. Yep. Awesome. Oh, oh, my awesome. Oh my gosh. And you know, yeah, that's I would sit there, my mom she would take me on Sundays after everybody else came from Orchard Beach. And I'd sit there just watching folks, and I had classical dance background, but you know how it is when you go out to these places, they just grab you and they're like, come on, I'll show you how to dance. And that's when I fell in love with, you know, salsa and cha-cha-cha. And then you fast forward many years, 
um, to when my dad introduced me to Boogaloo. And as I started to learn more about the history of Boogaloo, um, it just really became very important to me because I felt that it was an avenue for other folks like me who feel like you have one foot in two different cultures, mm -hmm. you know, and that especially dance wise, sometimes it can be um, people might be nervous to try to go to a studio and learn salsa. There's a lot of back and forth about, oh, salsa in a studio is not real versus salsa street style is real, things like that. And I feel like Boogaloo is that perfect entrance point. You know, there's it's all about your attitude. It's all about having fun. It's all about, you know, just bringing community together. And that's what inspired me to, you know, kind of tackle Boogaloo and helping preserve it through not only the music and educating folks from that side, but also from dance, because I think just dance brings people together. And if you f don't feel kind of anxious about, oh, I need to get this step perfectly right, and it's just whatever comes naturally in your connection with the music, that is my primary goal, and to help preserve um, and educate others about this style and really help, you know, with folks like Jonathan and David and Jonathan, you know, besides me, really <laughs> help right. <laughs> educate all, everybody. The all the Jonathans. All the Jonathans in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, 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 the connection. Jonathan Goldman, how did you start in all of this Boogaloo business? Yeah, well, you know, I got, I, I got really obsessed with Boogaloo when I was about 15, 18 years ago. I was DJing in bars and clubs around New York City, and I noticed the impact that the, that throwing in a boogaloo track would have. I mean, I was, I was doing a lot of like classic and rare funk and soul sort of stuff. And then I'd throw in a boogaloo once in a while, and everybody in the place, you know, even as it's a sit down place, they'd start doing their thing in their seats. You know, they, people would get up, they'd start shaking it. And, and what Amanda said about community, I think, is really important because boogaloo is like a party to which everybody's invited. You don't have to know the salsa step. You don't have to feel like you're steeped in the history of Afro-Caribbean music, right? It's Absolutely. just music that's got a groove that everybody can sort of feel in their gut, in their butt. So when, <laughs> Wonderful when I started feeling, <laughs> feeling this about the music, I, you know, I, I, it was, I was, it was the early 2000s, and I was like, well, some, you know, I started reading up on it. And I was like, well, someone's got to start a band to, like, do focus on this music, a revival band. Like, you know, at the time, Sharon, jo Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings were, like, bringing back classic 60s-sounding soul. And Anthony Ballas was like, was, like, reintroducing Afrobeat and Fela Kuti to, to, New York or, to New York crowds and crowds around the country, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, someone's got to do this with Boogaloo. You know, and I'm ready because, like, I'm here I am playing my trumpet in, like, old-time jazz band sort of stuff. But I'm, like, I'm ready to retrain my brain, right? But nobody started it. So I was like, damn, I guess I got to do it. <laughs> so, um, you know, so, so that's how Spanglish Fly was born. And, and, you know, and the project all along or the, the, the plan and the challenge, like, you know, how do we play this music not just, you know, we want to be respectful of the tradition and we want to revive the sounds of that era but we also want to be ourselves in here in the 21st century and you know i think i think like the 
the, the, the various musicians who've come in and out of Spangler's Fly, and it's, you know, it's, I've been blessed by being, you know, meeting and being able to play with amazing musicians and amazing people for like, whether it's for one year at a time, five years at a time, or people who have been with me for 10 years. Anyway, so um, we, we, we manage it. We write, you know, we, we write songs that are about ourselves, but are in the tradition about, of, you know, the, they're about the everyday life stuff that Boogaloo could be about, about riding the train, about riding your bike, about hanging out with your friends about your hopes and dreams for a better world. We do we do like to lose the music to use the music to get serious sometimes. You know, we 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 write songs with political inflection. We we have a, a newish song called Los Niños en la Frontera, the children at the border, right? And it's about what's been going on at, at the borders of our country for the last few years. And I think Boogaloo is a perfectly appropriate setting for that, you know, in the midst of doing also songs about shoes. Because we also do songs about shoes, <laughs> you know. So you, we we get, we try to we try to you know appeal to all the moods that are in us as human beings, and that our we know our listeners have too. So it's been it's been an amazing ride, and the you know one of the most fun things about it really, I got to say, some of the best moments are after a show when we've played in a park or we've played in some sort of a, you know urban outdoor setting. And someone comes up to us and was like, man, you brought me right back to 1968. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. That is a great feeling. That definitely is a great feeling. I have to, I have to talk to the silent Jonathan because he, <laughs> you're the musician, but I have the silent Jonathan. Jonathan. The wine behind the curtain. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tell us a little bit to, about what's going to happen tomorrow. What time? Uh, how, how? Tell us the details. Te voy a decir, mañana eh, empezamos de 1 a 5 de la tarde. Vaya. 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Nada más 4 ah. horas. 4 horas nada más. 4 horas, mano, que viene detrás. Ah, viene, viene cosas Be Before the time. Ah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> pues mira, quería decirte también, um, the history of the Boogaloo, of the mid-60. Um, there is a school around, front of the park, que fue donde empezaron, basically, all the musicians get together from that era. Um, get together and start playing. Imagínate, es un músico, young musician, um, con hambre. They start innovating the music. Um, there is some documentaries, se llama I Like It Like That. Yes, great. Um, I can recommend that. So if you want to be more, um, tener más información sobre de la historia del Bugalú, because if I start right now, we're not going to finish this. It's going to take a whole day. We're not, not going to go, we're not gonna go that route. The truth. We're not going to go truth. that route. But. And also, um, like David mentioned, um, Jose, uh, Amadeo and a couple of musicians, um, there is another documentary. I forgot the name, but um, it should be around YouTube or around there. Ustedes lo pueden buscar about Park 52 or Playground 52 para que sepan bien de la historia y por qué that park is so special y la escuela que está al frente, that high school, is very special, even today day. So, again, va a ser en Kelly, ¿cuál es la dirección? Six, <laughs> 681? 681 Kelly Street. Yeah. <laughs> in the Bronx. <laughs> El Condado de la Salsa. So, vamos a estar en Park 52, from 1 to 5. And we're going to have Avenida B, we're going to have a Spangly Fly. They're going to jam together at the end of the day. 
and we're gonna have also dance performance and you're gonna have Jose Calderon and us there and there's gonna be a couple of more, more people. I don't know if Marisol is gonna be there, but I didn't forget about you girls. <laughs> <laughs> we love the invitation and thank you. We will try our best to be there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to the guys because we're gonna wrap it up on the phone. Guys, I want to thank you, David. You did awesome the other day we saw each other. Jonathan, I haven't had the chance to see you recently, but I can't wait to see you, my colleague, my friend. And guys, I wish you all the best of success tomorrow at your performance. Thank you, Thank you, Jose. Bye. <laughs> thank you, guys. And guys, tell us a little more about how people can is this is this is free right this is free yes oh, that's that's the best price of all <laughs> I, lo I love the pricing you know yeah absolutely the event is free it's open to the community come from far come from near last year we had people who came all the way down from boston you know to hang out with us and you know ample seating and <laughs> There are public restrooms, <laughs> which is important when you're at an outdoor <laughs> event. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's a great event. I know there might be some question about the weather, but it seems like it's going to hold off till right when the event finishes. So mm. don't let that deter you. We have lots of goodies. It's open for all ages. It's appropriate for, you know, from the young, youngest of the young to the um, ripest. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like that. That's a good way of approaching it. It's la manera de entrarle el agua al coco a esta situación. Eso sí, verdad. And, you know, the park is definitely open. There's great seating. And, yeah, we have giveaways, you know, mus little musical instruments for folks to get on in and jam. You know, um, the mini dance classes. We'll have some line dance classes. We'll have some boogaloo. And, you know, the performances... Um, are in different styles because the goal of the whole event is to show that Boogaloo, through dance and through music at this event, to show that it is this crossroads, right? We know that it came at a time when, quote-unquote, Mambo was not at its end because it's never at its end. But, you know, every, every style has its kind of peaks and valleys. So I would say that it came, you know, right in between that time of you could say that maybe the mambo craze was going through a bit of a valley mm -hmm. and before you had the emergence of what we now call salsa but also other styles you know right along then you had disco and you know boogaloo in and of itself was also along the times of you know heavily influence of funk so you have all of this mixing together and through both that's why i brought in or um, both Avenida, Avenida B and Spanglish Fly. And I'm so excited that, you know, we have a little surprise that they will be, you know, jamming together, but you're going to have to come and check it out to see what we mean. There you go. And it's really to show that crossroads of how Boogaloo and, you know, is exactly that. It's this blend of all these styles. And from the dance side, we're going to have everything from a hip hop performance to West Coast swing to salsa to hustle to show that, you know, all of these dance styles really intermingle with all of these different rhythms. And at the end, we have a special surprise. So let's just say that we'll be doing a video recording 
to keep a, it. Uh, uh, I'm going to interrupt you there. You're not going to give it off <laughs> to something. Why don't? But why you want to be there. <laughs> why don't we give people a taste of some of the music that they possibly may be hearing tomorrow? Yes. All right. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it.
working all day, staring at the door. You've been mad as hell, can't take it anymore. Estamos casi al final de la hora. Faltan nueve minutos para que termine esta hora, la cuarta hora de Que Viva la Música. Y en el teléfono tengo a un compañero, un colega, tremenda persona, barranquillero de nacimiento, cubano de sentimiento, puertorriqueño de hermandad y latinoamericano de corazón. Señores, Nando Alvarici. Nando. Buenas tardes, José. Creo que todo... Eh, mi más profundo agradecimiento por tu solidaridad con, con todo este movimiento, 
con toda la, la causa, mano, eh, esas palabras que acaba de decir de mí, yo creo que definitivamente se aplican y se multiplican en lo que a ti se refiere. Gracias, <risa> gracias. Muchas gracias. Gracias a ti, mi hermano. Bueno, a, un día vas a venir con más tranquilidad para claro. conversar y pasar y tocar música y simplemente disfrutar de la compañía grata tuya. Pero por el momento, y tú estás ocupado porque estás de maestro de ceremonia en este sí. evento que yo quisiera haber estado acompañándote, pero por razones obvias no pude. Pero lo más importante es que lo estás haciendo y me imagino que estás batallando... <ríe> Un honrón bueno, a cada, cada cinco minutos, ¿verdad? Estoy gozando de lo lindo, pero fíjate, una experiencia agridulce, y te voy a decir por qué agridulce. ¿Por qué? ¿Por Primero qué? que todo, porque tú estás ahí eh, cumpliendo con ese compromiso moral, ese compromiso cultural. Y eh, agridulce porque no estás aquí, pero la parte dulce también se aplica o se ajusta a lo que está pasando acá, porque cuando yo le comenté, yo presenté a todos los miembros del Twin Team de Gianni Gandhi Rodríguez y, le, y dije, bueno y aquí falta un compañero que por estar cumpliendo su compromiso cultural con la uh, WFDU a través de la FDU la gente aplaudió y te reconoció y Gianni, Gianni uh, acentuó con la cabeza el site que José Calderón es miembro del Twin Team eh, de Gianni Gandhi Rodríguez y que no habías podido estar ahí, así que es agridulce porque no estuviste, pero te reconocieron y, y ya eh, me sentí un poco mejor de que tú no pudiste estar aquí. <ríe> Hermano, gracias, gracias por esa anécdota, me, me llega al alma, me llega al alma. Celebrando 37 años de compromiso cultural con eh, WBAI 99.5 FM con sabor latino. Y estás celebrando y también estás recaudando. Quiero que le cuentes a la audiencia qué hay, qué es lo que va a pasar. Exacto, fíjate, bueno, WFDU se caracteriza como BAI y otras emisoras sin ánimo de lucro, eh, que no tienen comerciales, no tienen publicidad comercial. El enfoque es más que todo cultural. Entonces, eh, eso es una cosa buena al... La, la otra cara de la moneda es que como no tenemos eh, anuncios comerciales, pues te, dependemos de los oyentes. Listen Sponsor Radio, o sea, los oyentes son los que auspician la emisora. Entonces hacemos recaudaciones de fondo para poder tener la libertad esa que nos permite no tener, nos permite estar libres de comerciales, programar lo que queremos programar. Y entonces, en ese fin, con ese fin. Tenemos una recaudación de fondos en el SOBIS el 12 de octubre. Y fíjate, José, tú mejor que nadie sabes la entrega, la vocación, el sacrificio que hacen estos músicos. Y todos están brindando su talento, lo están donando a nombre de los BBI. Con eso quiero decir que ellos no van a cobrar un centavo el 12 de octubre. Y para que la emisora recaude los fondos, y entonces así mantener esa plataforma, porque ellos piensan, y de manera correcta, de que si ellos ayudan a que WFTU se mantenga en el aire, que la de USB a Stony Brook, WSCA, la USA, que todas estas emisoras se mantienen en el aire, no solo se mantiene para ellos, se mantiene para todos los músicos. Por supuesto que sí, es la plataforma única y diferente a la comercial, para que se puedan eh, exponer 
esta música que no des, des, desafortunadamente no se está tocando, no, se, es, no hay despliegue de esa música en el aire. Exactamente, y fíjate que nosotros sí podemos decir que nosotros no tenemos ningún problema en, en colocar música de Gilberto Santa Rosa, de Víctor Manuel, de Mark Anthony, pero las emisoras que solamente dedican eh, su programación a ellos, a esos tres, no colocan la música de un, imagínate, eh, de una figura como Eddie Palmieri, uh -huh. de una figura como Jan Dandy Rodríguez. Nosotros sí podemos decir que colocamos la música de todo el mundo, particularmente la que no suena en las emisoras comerciales, ¿eh? Y eso lo reconocen los músicos y por eso entonces queremos de que todo el mundo apoye esto. Eh, es un donativo, oh, de paso. Uh -huh. ¿Tú sabes por qué dije agridulce? Porque okay. tú hubieras quedado impresionado de la manera que quedé yo. De veras. Se presentó, de veras. Se presentó abrió el espectáculo aquí una orquesta que se llama Sabor Añejo. Entonces esa orquesta, me enteré este pasado miércoles... Y la voy a agregar eh, al espectáculo de Leso Vice el 12 de octubre. O sea que en vez de cuatro orquestas, las cuatro orquestas que yo tenía inicialmente era Oscar Hernández y la Spanish Harlem Orchestra, Jimmy Delgado y su orquesta con Miguel Orlando, eh, Karen Joseph y Mambochá. Y eh, protegiendo, guardando las tradiciones musicales de Puerto Rico, Matthew González y Quinto Sonó. Pero ahora vamos a tener una quinta orquesta que se llama Sabor Añejo. Era... Tú sabes que tanto tú como yo nos distinguimos y como otros, este, vamos a decir, radiodifusores en este tipo de emisoras, a, a, a um, nosotros nos distinguimos por prestarle atención a los artistas establecidos, que ya son íconos, que ya son ídolos, claro. pero también nos distinguimos por darle este, atención a los que están emergiendo ahora, los que están surgiendo ahora, los que están eh, saliendo apenas ahora, ¿ves? Y entonces eso es una cosa que la gente le gusta, de, de darle la oportunidad a, a los que no son tan reconocidos. Y me place mucho compartir con, con tu audiencia, fíjate, lo estoy compartiendo primero con tu audiencia que con la mía, de que vamos a tener una quinta orquesta. No, pero, y y estoy, estoy sumamente agradecido de que nos des esa primicia y que uh -huh. nos dé esos detalles tan importantes. Estamos llegando al final de claro. la cuarta hora de Que Viva la Música y no quiero que te vayas eh, del aire porque vamos a seguir unos minutos después de que ah, regresemos. Bueno. Y señores, están escuchando a WFDU 89.1, el programa que vive la música originado por Vicky Sola hace 41 años. Ella se retiró hace un año y Marisol Cerdira Rodríguez, eh, King Louis Vázquez y este servidor José Calderón siguen su trayectoria y su legado al aire, respetando la música, respetando los valores y dándole la oportunidad a aquellos músicos que necesitan que su música salga al aire. Quédense en sintonía y regresamos en unos segundos. From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. 
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, in the fifth and final hour of Que Viva La Música. Estamos de regreso. Estamos aquí en el estudio con Amanda Cardona, Jonathan Cabrera, del Boogaloo Project. Y en línea tenemos a nuestro hermano, a nuestro guía musical en el, en el aire, Nando Alvarici, de Con Sabor Latino, contándonos y explicando los detalles de esa recaudación de fondo para la estación que hace, bueno, lo hace prácticamente cada año, ¿cierto? Sí, eh, con lo de la pandemia, uh, eh, habíamos, tú sabes, uh -huh. pues la cadena esa, uh -huh. pero sí, y quiero aprovechar el tiempo para comentar to, comentarte algo que no sé si lo sabías. Eh, cuando yo comencé en la radio, y yo comencé porque yo tenía una colección de discos, y digo, bueno, ¿y cómo comparto esto con la mayor cantidad de gente? Entonces digo, voy a comprar tiempo en una emisora yo compré tiempo en WBNX mm. donde trabajaba Polito Vega y adivina quién, quién era la persona que hacía los controles my engineer eh, 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 Vicky Sola Vicky Sola Vicky Sola, <risa> Vicky Sola eh, fue la que eh, yo, yo compraba el tiempo y pagaba entonces Vicky Sola era la que hacía el, el ingeniero de sonido mm -hmm. y me invitó a WFTU y fíjate cómo es la historia, Vicky Sola es una de las, vamos a decir, se puede decir, pionera, una de las personas que más tiempo lleva uh, difundiendo la cultura en este tipo de emisora. Estaba Felipito Palacio, uh -huh. de los USB. Pero bueno, quería compartir eso contigo, José. Detalle muy y lindo. Y agradecerte nuevamente por eh, la solidaridad con, con esto, eh, darme la oportunidad y te felicito por eso. Te felicito porque ya los muchachos del Dream Team te echan de menos, <risa> el público te echa de menos Gracias. y te ha ganado el cariño, el respeto de, de, de la, una audiencia de radio como una, el público que sale a bailar con la orquesta en la, que, en la cual tú te desempeñas. Gracias, gracias. Te gracias. felicito. Muchas gracias, hermano. ¿Cómo pueden la gente conseguir más datos e información sobre el evento en SOBIS? Perfecto. Eh, bueno, yo estoy poniendo cosas en las redes sociales, pero más directo, para contestar tu pregunta, pueden ir al portal, al website de WBI.org. Ahí está en, 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 toda la información, creo que en la primera página, donde sale, pueden ir al portal de esos bis también, donde se va a hacer la actividad. Y vuelvo y repito, esto es para asegurarse que esta plataforma eh, esté ahí para todos los músicos, no importa. Yo creo que tanto tú como yo tenemos una política de puertas y micrófonos abiertos Así es. para Así es. que todos puedan tener una voz. Eh, que Se hace muy difícil conseguir esa voz, esa oportunidad en las emisoras comerciales, ¿no? Así es. Eh, nosotros hacemos esto por amor al arte, porque yo no cobro un centavo ahí, pero lo hago porque esto me llena espiritualmente, eh, me gusta la música y conozco tanta gente tan interesante a través de, de, de la música. Y así que eh, los invito a todos y yo te estoy invitando a ti, porque ahora sí, ya yo te había invitado, pero ahora sí con cinco orquestas definitivamente... Eh, quiero que participe porque ya yo invité a otros muchachos de otras emisoras 
yo te había extendido la, la invitación, pero esto en realidad es una celebración del trabajo que hacemos todos nosotros. Así que es. haces tú, que hace Marisol, que Marisol de Paso también se desempeñaba en WBAI, que es. hace Jorge Quintana por allá arriba, que hace Gay Romero, WSB, Nelson Radamel Rodríguez, en WHCO, la vo The Voice of Holland. Yes. So, me gustaría, eh, te pido que participe con la experiencia que tiene, con la cari el carisma que tiene. <ríe> Yo sé que va a ser una cosa positiva para el espectáculo y merece ser reconocido como uno de los de las personas que, que lucha uh, sin ningún ánimo de lucro por porque esta música sea reconocida por la calidad que tiene. Como dice Palmieri, esta es la música que cita los sentidos como ninguna otra. Así ¿viste? es, así. Gracias, Nando. Gracias por, por estos detalles. Faltó uh -huh. mencionar que también en tu página con sabor latino nyc.com también se puede encontrar los detalles sobre, bueno, bueno, eh, no con la última añadidura que me dijiste hoy, porque eso fue primicia aquí, pero pueden Exacto. encontrar eh, el, el, el flyer. Eh, donde están los detalles eh, de, de este gran evento. Eh, quiero aprovechar también, gracias por la invitación nuevamente, y quiero expresar mi admiración y mi respeto por los años de dedicación, 37 años, no lo puede decir todo el mundo, lo haces sin fines de lucro y lo haces con mucha dedicación. Te respeto gracias. y te quiero, hermano, porque lo haces con, con, con tanto esmero. Es como respirar, es natural en ti. Sí, señor. Sí, señor. Tú sabes, eh, yo me imagino que ha pasado sucedido contigo. Bueno, yo no sé si tienes niños pequeños o no, pero por muchos años, tú sabes que yo cuento con una pareja que también me apoya. Este programa, yo no yo no sé lo que era ir a una playa eh, con, con mis hijos un domingo, eh, disfrutar muchas cosas, pero ellos sabían qué era lo que estaba haciendo yo, qué es lo que he hecho, y hoy en día, pues, es una cosa de que no he ganado mucho dinero, pero ven a su papá como, como una persona que se entrega, que, que cree en lo que hace, y, y eso se lo respeta. Y vuelvo y reitero que eres barranquillero de nacimiento, cubano de sentimiento musical, puertorriqueño de hermandad y latinoamericano de corazón. Y eso te Muchas lo has ganado, gracias. mi hermano. Bueno, y gracias y saludos a todos tus compañeros ahí, a, a Marisol, a Vicky al otro caballero que te acompaña King Louis, King Louis, ajá. super agradecido por tu atención José, muchas gracias gracias a ti hermano, vete bueno. y continúa esa labor y te deseamos mucha suerte y mucha dicha en este evento y en el venidero muchas gracias, bueno, bueno hasta luego cuídate Nando Albarichis, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue. And uh, my guests here today, they're attentively listening. They're playing with their phones, of course. And, no, no, and posting, posting, promo, posting. Promo. You know, every minute counts, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what we do. It's not that we want to sit there and talk about what we ate. I don't criticize anyone that they do that. But, you know, it, we're doing work constantly. Are you waking up in the middle of the night to do this? Or not going to sleep at all. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You see? We're cut from the same cloth, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Yep. Ay, lo que pasa, señores. La vida, la vida. Vamos a seguir con el bugalú. Pero ahora, el bugalú es el estilo mío. Ellos le dieron el bugalú el toque de ellos. Ahora me toca a mí. Yeah, I was, I was looking at the... At the flyer. At the flyer. Oye, that, él tiene un teléfono nuevo y se ve bien ese flyer ahí. Vamos, vamos a seguir con la música. <laughs> 
Enjoying the show you're listening to right now? If you represent a specific event, product, or service that you'd like to let our listeners know about, why not become an underwriter for this program or for entire blocks of programming? For more information, visit WFDU.FM and click on the Money Matters tab. Scroll down to the word underwriting and just fill out the form. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show. Did you know 95% of first-year students at Fairleigh Dickinson University say FDU was the right choice? Fairleigh Dickinson University is proud to be known as a welcoming community, as well as a U.S. News & World Report Best Regional and Best Value University. Learn more and apply today at fdu.edu apply.
to participate here? Why not?
things come to an end and we are down to the last 10 minutes of programming here on WFDU 89.1 FM we've had a very very interested interesting excuse me because my thoughts are elsewhere interesting varied show we've spoken to so many people we started the show talking to Debbie Quinones uh, we spoke to Carmen Cruz we spoke to Nando Alvarici uh, we spoke to David Franco Jonathan Goldman, and still in the studio with us is Amanda and Jonathan from the Boogaloo Project. Guys, say your goodbyes because in nine minutes it'll be over. Bye bye. <laughs> How simple. It's time to go. <laughs> bueno, quiero darte las gracias, José, por yes. tenerlo aquí en tu programa. Es un honor y un placer. Eh, lo espero mañana en el evento del Boogaloo de 1 a 5 en el Bronx, en el 681 de Kelly Street, in the Bronx. So cualquier cosa, pueden contactarse con Amanda o conmigo a través de Facebook o a través de, de José. Y José nuevamente, y Raíces, te complace siempre, es una non-profit organization, de que tú siempre no tengas aquí presente. No, este es tu hogar y, y I'm extremely happy, estoy contento de que ustedes tomaron el tiempo de venir, porque yo sé que se tienen que preparar, tienen que planchar sí, <risa> la ropa mismo. es verdad, es verdad <risa> tiene que darle vapor a ese traje ¿tú te vas a poner el traje mañana? ¿el traje baño? Uh, no, 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 run party, run party <risa> no, no, ¿cómo te vas a vestir mañana? para que la gente sepa porque, pero Jonathan es, es, es tan cachendoso a la hora de vestirse, él es muy ñoño a la hora de vestirse, con brillo, con no, brillo. Ay, I know, he's very fancy. Very, very, Si sale very. el sol, me van a ver, van a creer que soy una estrella. Oh, boy. Y la estrella es Amanda Cardona. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, that's sweet, that's sweet. Yeah. That's very nice. Oh, gosh, look at the fluttering of her eyes. <laughs> Come right. as you are. Come dressed chill. Come ready to boogie. Come dressed. That's the most important that, that, thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. you know, Something on would be great. And appropriate. But, yeah, absolutely casual, just ready to go, and... 
the floor is concrete so make sure that you know you can move but be comfortable because uh dancing on concrete after an hour or two it does take a toll on your feet and your body Lleven otro, por si acaso. Ay, Dios mío. No Entonces, diga eso, van a decir, van a decir que lo, lo, eh, la tierra está mala <laughs> para los zapatos. It's an amphitheater, so don't be afraid. So tomorrow we have Spanglish Fly en Avenida B. Avenida B, que Yes. Y tenemos DJ Ariel. Junto con nosotros también tenemos Onel Mulet. Eh, estamos haciendo una, una special um, recording. También tenemos a Jairo y su equipo con las cámaras. It's going to be amazing what's going to happen tomorrow. So, José, te esperamos por allá. Marisol, si puede ir también. Eh, wow, son tanta gente that I have in mind. Oh, my God. Um, Speak now or forever hold your peace we because have, we are down we, to the last six minutes. The performers. Um, yes, the performers. So, we have West Coast Swing with Marlon International and Jess Ann Nail. We'll have Salsa and Hustle with the Salsa and Hustle team by Lisa and Lucy. We'll have the Elite Stars Dance Academy out of the Bronx bringing us a hip hop. And we'll have a couple of surprise routines by Young Ambition Dance Company. We will also have everybody to get up and dance. We'll have some line dancing and a boogaloo mini class and a salsa mini class. So if you don't know how to dance, do not let that stop you because you will learn how to move something by the end of <laughs> the event and i mean just great music it's just a good good feeling time and yeah everybody's gonna leave out with a little snap <laughs> little shoulder a la johnny cologne <laughs> <laughs> and and also the uh, the dj jose and dj jose will also be spinning some tunes early so if you roll in at 12:30, he'll be warming everybody up as well as winding everybody down um, after the live music and performances are done. Wishing you guys much success. And thank ladies, you. you're welcome. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Next week, our brother King Louis will be on the air. Que viva la música. Que viva la música. Que viva la música. Vaya.
feliz con él y olvides la pasión yo también soy feliz como tu amor marchemos por la vida en pos de una ilusión ya tuve no te perdono si vida mía tu vil traición que seas feliz con él y olvides la pasión yo también soy feliz con 